David Bond Reflections for Friday, April 15th, 2022. Friday of Holy Week. Two trials, three crosses, and seven words. From the Gospel of Luke. Jesus before the council. One day came the assembly of the elders of the people gathered together, both chief priests and scribes, and they led him away to their council and said, If you are the Christ, tell us. But he said to them, If I tell you, you will not believe. And if I ask you, you will not answer. But from now on, the Son of Man shall be seated at the right hand of the power of God. So they all said, Are you the Son of God then? And he said to them, You say that I am. Then they said, what further testimony do we need? We have heard it ourselves from his own lips. Then the whole company of them arose and brought him before Pilate. And they began to accuse him, saying, We found this man misleading our nation and forbidding us to give tribute to Caesar and saying that he himself is Christ, a king. And Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? He answered him, You have said so. Then Pilate said to the chief priests and the crowds, I find no guilt in this man. But they were urgent, saying, He stirs up the people, teaching throughout all Judea from Galilee, even to this place. Jesus before Herod. When Pilate heard this, he asked whether the man was a Galilean. And when he learned that he belonged to Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him over to Herod, who was himself in Jerusalem at the time. When Herod saw Jesus, he was very glad, for he had long desired to see him, because he had heard about him, and he was hoping to see some sign done by him. So he questioned him at some length, and he made no answer. The chief priests and the scribes stood by, vehemently accusing him, and Herod, with his soldiers, treated him with contempt and mocked him. Then, arraying him in a splendid clothing, they sent him back to Pilate. And Herod and Pilate became friends with each other that very day, for before this they had been at enmity with each other. Pilate then called together the chief priests and all the rulers of the people and said to them, You brought me this man as one who was misleading the people. And after examining him before you, behold, I did not find this man guilty of any of your charges against him. Neither did Herod, for he sent him back to us. Look, nothing deserving death has been done by him. I will therefore punish him and release him. Pilate delivers Jesus to be crucified. But they all cried out together, Away with this man, and release to us Barabbas, a man who had been thrown into prison for an insurrection started in the city and for murder. Pilate addressed them once more, desiring to release Jesus, but they kept shouting, Crucify! Crucify him! A third time he said to them, Why? What evil has he done? I found in him no guilt deserving death. I will therefore punish and release him. But they were urgent, demanding with loud cries that he should be crucified, and their voices prevailed. So Pilate decided that their demand should be granted. He released the man who had been thrown into prison for insurrection and murder, for whom they asked. But he delivered Jesus over to their will. The Crucifixion And as they led him away, they seized one Simon of Cyrene, who was coming in from the city, and laid on him the cross to carry it behind Jesus. And there followed him a great multitude of people and of women who were mourning and lamenting for him. 
But turning to them, Jesus said, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. For behold, the days are coming when they will say, Blessed are the barren, and the wombs that never bore, and the breasts that never nursed. Then they will begin to say to the mountains, Fall on us, and to the hills, Cover us. For if they do these things when the wood is green, what will happen when it is dry? Two others who were criminals were led away to be put to death with him. And when they came to the place that is called the skull, there they crucified him and the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they cast lots to divide his garments. And the people stood by watching. But the ruler scoffed at him, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself, if he is the Christ of God, his chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up and offering him sour wine, and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was also an inscription over him, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who were hanged railed at him, saying, Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we are receiving the due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. And he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And he said to him, Truly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. The death of Jesus. It was now about the sixth hour. And there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour, while the sun's light failed. And the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Then Jesus, calling out with a loud voice, said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And having said this, he breathed his last. Now when the centurion saw what had taken place, he praised God, saying, Certainly this man was innocent. And all the crowds that had assembled before this spectacle, when they saw what had taken place, returned home, beating their breasts and his acquaintances. And the women who had followed him from Galilee stood at a distance watching these things. Jesus is buried. Now there was a man named Joseph from the Jewish town of Arimathea. He was a member of the council, a good and righteous man, who had not consented to their decision and action, and he was looking for the kingdom of God. This man went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then he took it down and wrapped it in linen shroud and laid him in a tomb cut in stone where no one had ever been laid. It was the day of preparation, and the Sabbath was beginning. The women who had come with him from Galilee followed and saw the tomb and how his body was laid. Then they returned and prepared spices and ointments. That's Luke twenty-two sixty-six through twenty-three fifty-five. From Luke's Gospel, we learn that on Friday, Jesus is accused before the Sanhedrin, Jesus is sent by Pilate to Herod. Herod sends Jesus back to Pilate. Pilate delivers Jesus to be crucified. Jesus is crucified. Jesus is buried. The various accounts of the events of Good Friday may be harmonized. David Steele, friend, Bible scholar, and dedicated lay leader at St. John Lutheran Church, has put together a parallel chronological account that would allow the reader to compare and supplement each of the accounts. This is a free resource he has made available on his website, leaderguidebiblestudies.com. A harmonized version from the Lutheran Service Builder may also be found on my website, davidbondreflections.com. Let's look at the seven words of Jesus from the cross on this Good Friday. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Luke twenty-three thirty-four. 
Truly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. Luke twenty three forty three. Jesus said to his mother, woman, this is your son. Then he said to the disciple, this is your mother. John nineteen twenty six and 27. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Matthew twenty seven forty six and Mark fifteen thirty four. I thirst. John nineteen twenty eight. It is finished. John nineteen thirty. Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. Luke twenty three forty six. Each of these express terrible agony, deep love, and redemptive purpose. The saying I go to more often than the others is recorded in both Matthew and Mark. It is the only one recorded in both Gospels. And it speaks of a pain we do not have to bear because Jesus stood in for us. And although it is grave and a terrible lament, it expresses an unfathomable sense of abandonment. It also expresses faith. For in the hour that God abandoned Jesus, Jesus still calls him my God, his God. He has been abandoned but he will not abandon God. That's good for us who wish to claim Jesus' righteousness as our own. That is exactly what we do when we put our faith in Jesus. We claim his righteousness. His robe of righteousness is given to us in baptism. We wear it by faith. A beautiful expression of that act is offered by Walter Wangren in The Ragman. I will offer it tomorrow as a sort of Saturday reflection on both the death and the resurrection of our Lord. I was privileged to preach at Peace Lutheran Church in Groves, Texas on Sunday, February 27th, 2022. Here is that message. I pray that you find it to be a blessing.